When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have Lucy Thomas and Brendan Levi. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre, break it down for you, tell you who in the cast is hot or not, find the most ridiculous reviews from around the internet, and finish with some tenuously linked film and TV recommendations. This week we are watching the 1988 horror classic Child's Play, starring Brad Dorif and Catherine Hicks. The IMDb plot synopsis of the film states, a single mother gives her son a much sought-after doll for his birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer. We always love hearing from our listeners, so send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials at the underscore swapcast on Twitter, the swapcast podcast on Instagram, or search the swapcast podcast on Facebook. If you want to support our show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best way for us to get new listeners. A hundred iTunes reviews and we will fulfill our most common fan request to review Face Off. So it's been a bit of a break. Sorry for the late episode, guys. For people that don't live in Adelaide, just so you know, March is fucked. Like everything is on. March is when Adelaide happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for one month of the year, like every single fucking thing happens all at once. And March then, madness. And Never then, come. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Again. They just really didn't want to space that out, did they? Yeah. It's just March <laughs> or bust. <laughs> the, the other 11 months of the year, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Uh, the next episode should come pretty quickly after this one, though. Much been happening with you guys? Mm, not really. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, you've been busy. Yeah, I was uh, I was filming on a, on a set out of the Riverlands. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was good fun. Anything swap related? Oh, no. It was all about like saving the environment and stuff. It was That's a real really boring. Good, yeah. Aww, I think that sounds really important. <laughs> Got to pay the bills, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't being paid. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, wanna play? All right, so let's get straight into this week's Mm. review. Child's Play. My question to you guys. A serial killer having to transfer into the body of a child's doll is a pretty ridiculous concept on the surface. Did you guys find the film scary or was the film as terrifying as its concept would suggest? Yeah, no, it wasn't scary. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see it when you were younger? Yeah, and I was Mm. terrified. Yes, same. I felt like the setup was quite scary. Like there was quite a long played out scene where, you know, you don't really know what Chucky is yet. And there's a bit of like he's running in the background really quickly and you don't know. 
but he loses all his power once he really starts to talk and move and whatever. Like then it becomes funny. Yeah. But before that, I, w- I was a little bit scared. Uh, it like, you know, in a controlled... Like, it could have been played in that psychological sense, but we we know, like, you know what I mean? We know it's not, not the kid. We know yeah. it's Chucky, like... Yeah. Well, apparently the original uh, script of this film, it was more of a mystery. So the film starts and you don't know that he's been transferred into the body of the doll. So and... you don't have the blatant, like, yeah. voodoo... Uh, satanic shit going on at the start of it. Yeah, so it wasn't... So far-fetched. <laughs> quite a lot of strange plot choices. Um, but yeah, the original concept was like all these people are dying around the kid and the first half of the film makes you think it's the kid doing mm. it. And, and then... how terrifying is that? Like, yeah. if you were that mum, I mean, even at the start, like her best friend dies and then the kid rocks up somewhere else and does some other fuck shit, you would... Be so scared of your own child. I don't know if you shouldn't be scared of that kid because, you know, <laughs> her best friend jumps out the window and he's pretty fucking chill about it. Yeah, but the mum's yeah, pretty chill. Let's be chill. fair, they're all pretty tone. <laughs> I know, there's, <laughs> tone there's a point where the situation. cop the cop goes, like, he tells her that she's dead. The best friend is dead. So Chucky's killed the best friend. He yeah, pushed her out yeah. the window. It's the first bad thing he does. The mum sort of like stumble, like she's being told and she sort of stumbles, like she's going to faint or something yeah, like that. Like, <gasps> and he goes, are you okay? And it's like, you've just said her best, her best friend is dead, dead and her best friend died in her apartment babysitting her By child. Falling out and of she, a window. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, what? <laughs> I just like, forgot no, dinner. you're not okay. Like, yeah. one, your best friend is dead. And two, like, your child may have witnessed it or, or may have done it. And it happened in your house and it's yeah. your fault, kind of. I don't know. I it think anyone long. that complained about Barb, the way that Barb was treated in Stranger Things season one, should watch this film first. Because <laughs> this is like... Uh, all the examples of how people don't act when their best friends just like yeah. jumped out of their kitchen window. Yeah. Yeah. I really felt for that character. That <laughs> she was sucked, actually man. the most likable character yeah. in the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> I would have preferred if the mum fell out the window and she was the one that had to deal with everything. Ooh. Ooh. I I I was really liking the kid to begin with. And then he uh, he started grading on me. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I didn't really like the kid from the beginning. Like, the film establishes the kid. He's cooking a um, breakfast. That breakfast was adorable. Bed. Yeah, Don't it totally was. Me. You're made of stone if you didn't like that. <laughs> no, I, would, I was just thinking about how fucking annoying that would be to wake up. He's like... Poured an entire box of cereal, cereal out, as a child does, and then for sure. like pours milk everywhere but the bowl. <laughs> then gets like sugar and just like throws the sugar. This kid wasn't two. This kid was like yeah, old but... enough. It was a school age kid to know how to fucking pour well, milk. Maybe Paul, the mother, should have been awake already and supervising her child. Look, we can establish that Single the mum was a terrible mother. Yeah. Single mother, come But on. also poor woman, yeah. She's <laughs> lost her husband. Her kid's a psycho, potentially. She <laughs> just lost her only friend. Her She's milk. got a shit job. Or yeah. had a spoon <laughs> margarine onto toast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's literally like a mound of margarine. It's yeah. crazy. Burns the toast, just slops half a thing of margarine on top of it. Like, makes a complete mess of the kitchen. Like, yes, good on your mum for being patient Mm. about it. And she's like, oh, Mm. you know, this is lovely. 
but he was also a terrible kid. She gives him all these presents because it's two his presents. Bir- it's all his, these presents, yeah, two yeah. presents. It's his birthday. <laughs> she gives him like nice clothes. Yeah, a tools. Paul's being very unfair. Like he a- got a pair of jeans <laughs> that he needed to hem. <laughs> but I always anyway, give my nephews clothes for their birthdays, but yeah. also a toy. Yeah, I try you know to give what? something practical and something fun. My nieces and nephews are trained that if they don't like a toy, they're going to be grateful for it anyway. He gets the fucking toy. It's he loves this TV show called Good Guys, and he gets the tool set of the Good Guys. He gets yep. the merchandise of his favorite show, mm. and it's not and thanks. The do- the, it's yeah. not thanks. It's Oh, I want the doll to go with this. The doll that just got announced this morning. Yeah. Like the first time I've heard about it is this morning and I want it on my birthday even though it just got yeah. released. This kid is a piece of shit. Okay, can I do a quick weird sidebar? <laughs> can I do a quick weird sidebar? Yeah, when yeah. I was young, I uh-huh. used to get a lot of anxiety before my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I, my mum was like, what's wrong? Like, why are you nervous about your birthday? And I would, I said to my mum... That I was scared of getting given presents, and if my face like let the person who gave it to me know, mm-hmm. like if it let me down that I didn't like the present and I didn't want to make them feel bad, yeah. I was like, I'm scared I won't be grateful enough, and that they'll think I'm mean if I don't like their present. <laughs> and Mum's like, "Whoa, that's so weird. <laughs> Just enjoy your birthday, you little weirdo." <laughs> What was everyone's shittest present? Was there anything like a like a good guy doll that you wanted and you never got? No, I don't remember stuff like that. Yeah, I remember I wanted Aladdin on VHS and I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, it was pretty devastating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and my shittest present actually was given to me when I was a young adult by a guy that I used to date. Um, gave me the ugliest necklace for my birthday that was like, for a much older woman and like just not my style at all. And it was just like, he should have known. I thought this looked like you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you don't know me at all. We're going to break up soon. I, <laughs> I I wanted a um, a breakdance Ken and my parents didn't get, get me him. But my grandma did. That's amazing. Breakdance Ken. <laughs> like as in Barbie's Ken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's why my parents didn't want to get me it. <laughs> and your grandma was like, Fuck and my grandma's that, like, it's a dog. Do you have this? No, I don't know where but it went. How did it but break I came it? across one. It, he did had it have like, like a hip hop outfit. Yeah, he had oh a hip hop outfit. And then he had a little boom box, and you press a button, and it went. I still remember that too. Shit, that's so good, and we need to find it. We need to put some pictures of it. So, did he move? Like. Did you have to make him break dance with your hands? I, he moved. I'm like, I made him bust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you made him do the worm. Can I talk about how the mum was shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you That's know, where we wait, come you in. You can just tag it. You can just <laughs> so you know the way she says to the cop, like, if my son said this is what happened, that's what happened. Mm. But then, like, 
one minute later, her son's talking to her and says, this is what happened. And she's like, fuck you. You're lying. Like, I don't believe you. It's like, she just was defending her kid to someone else, but then face to face, she won't give the kid the benefit of the doubt or like even humor what he's saying. Yeah. And like, he's scared and whatever. And she's just like, no. I was not impressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she comes home from work. Her best friend who was babysitting her son has found, fallen out the window. He says with a laugh, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> um, and just this, a side note, we're recording this. This is the latest we've ever recorded at night. And yeah, I can tell it's going. has already to, said it's it. So it's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she doesn't ask. Any questions? No. Any questions about, did someone get in the house? Yeah. How did this happen? Like, was there any anything to do with the body? Did my son see it happen? Mm. Nothing. Should we sleep here tonight? Yeah. I What's really going to happen to this giant open window? <laughs> and, he, I mean, they did sleep there. Did it get fixed? What? How the hell? <laughs> well, we see later on there's a board in the window. She obviously had a, oh, I didn't, a board I didn't catch lying that. around just in case. Good job, Brendan. <laughs> That was very strange. But I want to know what the budget for this film was because it when you really when you really kind of table it out, hmm. it was very bad. I don't know. Like yeah. And okay, there was lots of it, it was wasn't a very a huge, small very small cast. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't a huge cast, wasn't a huge set, but the animatronics and stuff in Chucky, I yeah. reckon that's where the budget was. Yeah. yeah and and then, he so did they were like, look... let's not develop this script or anything. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> no. we'll, just, we'll just do it on the day. <laughs> like, it was really lacking. Yeah. I, I do agree that the animatronics on Chucky are awesome. So that's yeah. what he I want to cool. We need to talk about that in a minute. But, I mean, as far as horror films go, I don't think it's any worse than the majority of mainstream horror movies that were getting released in the 80s. What year was this film made? 88. So this is the same year as Big. And it's funny because it does in ways have similarities in that it's about somebody that swapped into another body and is trying to swap back and (laughs) trying to get get back to the magical kind of MacGuffin that will allow them to swap back. I will draw no parallels between <laughs> Big and this. Yeah, do we need to talk about the way that they swap? Yeah, so the movie starts straight in the action. It's like in the middle of a, a cop chasing two criminals. The chase ends up in a toy store. One of the criminals gets away. The other one's trapped in the toy store, gets shot. And Preposterous, when, this whole thing. <laughs> when when this guy who gets shot realizes that he's probably going to die he's looking around for another person there's nobody else there so he decides to use a voodoo curse to swap into a doll that that he comes across and like how this guy has like procured these these powers He's speaking like Latin, maybe yeah. the spell in like Latin. Is yeah, it? but we do find out later on in the film that he's been hanging out with a voodoo priest. But still, I just feel like that was miscut. Like that guy's hanging out with a voodoo priest. I don't buy it. And also the fact that the voodoo priest was like, "You've perverted this this sacred <laughs> magic." It's like. You were hanging out with him. You knew what was up. Yeah. <laughs> this guy... You taught him this fucking crazy skill. What yeah, else and, did he go to And do? he was literally called the Strangler. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was a known serial killer. And there's nothing about his personality which made me go, 
oh, I could see how he thought maybe he was a nice guy. No, it was very clear this guy was no good. Well, we go to Chucky's apartment later in the film that he had when he was in his human form. And he has got all these like freaky murals on the wall, like yeah. a big dick guy cutting, <laughs> slitting his wrist. I wrote, like, do you I think wrote, the voodoo guy helped him over. with the with the murals? I wrote, like, I wrote, had, I wrote, and had and <laughs> I wrote, who paints a giant mural in their own house of biographical factual shit that happened? <laughs> like, why would he have done that? Like, it serves only the purpose to educate the cop and the mum about how he got those powers. Yeah. Like, it was just so He literally stupid. has, like, in big writing, like, thanks, voodoo priest, whatever, <laughs> exactly. for life after death. Yeah. <laughs> and also when he goes to see the priest, the the specifics of this are so... They work so well with the with the uh, situation that's happened. You know, you must stab him through the heart because his heart has grown now. But it's yeah. like, ha- what is the... <sighs> Science behind that. Yeah, how like, come he gets a heart? He's now? turning human. It's like, but he still is a doll. So, like, how? Still got fluff flying out of him. Yeah, I was like, that's not. And where the nuts. fuck with his heart? Because I saw like nine shots to the torso, and nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah, so weird. But he was slowly becoming human. It hadn't all happened yet. Ah. Uh... <laughs> That yeah. sucks. <laughs> but like, what would he have turned into? Like a small child with red hair? Like, I don't understand. He would have turned into the uh, the kid who was wearing the costume for all the scenes where he's actually moving. Like, yeah. A so human we being. need to talk about what is the technology behind Chucky? What oh, is yeah, the so science behind the, this? Multiple, <laughs> yeah. There's so you got three different stages of Chucky. Mm-hmm. So. Sometimes it was just like a stationary doll that they would place. Mm-hmm. Then sometimes it was an animatronic. So when it would do like the blinks and the yeah, little bit of talking. Yeah, with all the facial movements, mm-hmm. that's yeah. animatronic. And when it's just running around and you're not seeing the face moving, that's a kid in a costume. Oh my God, can you imagine? That was a kid's job. And it was sometimes the kid that played the main character, it was sometimes his, his sister in the costume. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> but also, like, maybe these kids will, yeah, you got to wonder what they're like. I was, uh, one of the things I noted was, I wonder how kids who are on these sets, how, like, does it affect them? To what be... their comprehension is of, yeah. like, I, I saw this thing about the girl that was in The Exorcist. Yeah. And obviously, like, like she's, yeah, yeah, but she didn't really understand that she was in a scary film. And, and like, so she thought she was getting a literal exorcism? No, she just didn't really understand what the genre of film that she was in. Like, she just got told what she was supposed to do and was like, oh, okay. Like, she just didn't feel afraid or... And, like, there's a bit where, you know, she does the thing with the crucifix. Have you seen the movie? I don't recall a crucifix. She masturbates with the crucifix. Oh, you made Uh, me say it. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't recall. So, like... Okay. A small girl, Girl, like... yeah. She had to have a tissue box in between her legs and she, like is stabbing it in between her legs. And they're like, so you just take this and you just just do this. And like, then there's a voiceover over the top of it. Like, she didn't say the lines. Yeah. Of, I was going to say, like, how could you? Yeah. How are you going to say, like, your mother sucks cock in, cocks in yeah. hell? But like, and just think, like, oh, this must be a romantic comedy. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> just do this. That's fine. Like, and she's like, okay, la, la, la. Yeah. So I wonder if the little boy ever felt scared on this movie. Like. 
I'd say most of it, I would say, it didn't, I don't think he would be. But then there was that scene when he was in the mental hospital and he like fully breaks down crying. Yeah. Like, how do you get that performance out of a kid? Like, because <laughs> that looked like a genuine, like, yeah. he was genuinely crying. It's like, I want off this shit. Dude. So, <laughs> what the hell place was that? Ah, uh, yeah. A mental hospital for children like, where that, they put them in cells. And it was absolutely like. It feels like the one out of 12 yeah. monkeys or something. It was yeah. horrendous. <laughs> and it's like right next to the room where a child's being held is a room where like autopsies and electric shock. Like it was yeah. just not. <laughs> that doctor deserved to die. Yeah, they were doing <laughs> electrotherapy on and children. children. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, do you know what a mentally Ill, Ill child needs to be locked in a white room <laughs> with like, like a all, dirty bed? <laughs> all the paint is peeling off and it was really messed up. Like yeah, it looked bar- like Alcatraz. Yeah, or bars on the window. Like, just put a lock on the door. There was a scene, scene when he looked out the bars. It was just the saddest scene. Like his little, his little kid with his leave it to beaver haircut, just like, mm. it's like playing a harmonica and like with a tin cup on there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not really, but like he was in fucking jail. <laughs> And then, yeah, there are some other scenes when the mum and the cop comes and there's just children in the hallways who are, like, obviously going through it. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, this is not okay. Yeah. I want to do an edit of this film where it starts with the kid making breakfast and then it smash cuts to him in the cell and then just do a voiceover of the mum, like, learn how to fucking cook breakfast. That's how you stupid shit. Oh, my God, that's so mean. Do you know what I felt like they were doing a nod to with, like, the kid's whole vibe? The kid um, from The Shining? Yes. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Tim, come and play with us, Timmy. I was getting vibes of that at the, the start of the film. The snowsuit and the haircut. And yeah. The, yeah. I, I really well, feel and like... like... The scene where the mum was uh, holding the door shut and the knife was going through mm. the door was Completely. kind of... Completely. Yeah. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Chucky has become like this cultural icon now. <laughs> um, you know, there's been like six movies and spin-offs, and they're making a remake and mm. the main TV show and... Um, especially from number four, the franchise turned into something completely different than what it started off as. It really started leaning into the comedy, the comedy aspect and really leaning on Chucky's personality. Which is the fourth one, Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Yeah. Because they fuck. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think for someone going into this franchise expecting that and watching this film, it'd be pretty surprising that Chucky doesn't say a word in his own voice until... 45 minutes into this film, Mm. it takes a long time to get going. So I think one of the funniest lines in the film is (laughs) the kid. um, See, this is where I'm with the mother. You don't, you don't let that sit. (laughs) You do tell your child off, but go on, Paul. Um, (laughs) So when the kid first starts trying to tell his mom that his dolls come to life, she's like, oh, what did your doll tell you? And he's like, oh, you know, he said that his name is really Charles Lee Ray and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then he's like, and he also said that Aunt Maggie, who's the one that fell out the window, uh, he also said that Aunt Maggie was a real bitch and she got <laughs> what she, she deserved. Yeah. She deserved what got coming to her. Mm. Chucky's been talking to you too, hasn't he? What's he been saying? All kinds of things. His real name is Charles Lee Ray, and he's been sent down from heaven by Daddy to play with me. 
like he was a real bitch and got what she deserved. How can you say something so horrible? I didn't say it, Chucky did. Andy, stop it. And it didn't come across like, I could see it in another film where you're like, ooh, like that's really creepy that a kid's saying something really weird in adult. Mm. But it came across like really comedic. Yeah. <laughs> I was just started laughing. <laughs> and when, you know, Chucky's, he becomes Chucky and he's, he is hilarious. He's calling everyone bitch and slut and <laughs> that and the other. And because it's that's coming Paul's out. That's yeah, okay, well, It's no, coming out of a little tiny doll. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With a foul mouth. Doll that, that's why it's funny. <laughs> You know, the way, like, quite quickly, everyone that figures out that Chucky is alive just really just gets on board with it. Like, yeah. it's just that thing again of, like, you'd be like, I have cracked. You'd be like, I'm cooked. Like, take me to the mental asylum where the kids are. Like, it was just people believed it very quickly. Yeah. Like, I just don't know why you wouldn't be fucking yeah, rocking think, back and forth. Do you think that, Breaking like- the fuck out. There would be some degree you could believe that before you actually see Chucky? No. 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 There is no way that I would believe that the dogs, dogs come to life yeah. until I what see What if it. it's on the news? What if, like, the news or your friends are like, no, oh, I'm I like, saw Paul that the other is day. pranking me. He's made Somehow this Somehow he got Sandra Sally. <laughs> <laughs> I do not trust anything on the news now. Like, and they're yeah. not talking about killer dolls. <laughs> like, um, First of all... They'd say the earth is round. (laughs) Yeah, that vaccinations actually (laughs) cure and don't cause autism. Like, what next? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you know the way the mum picks up the box. She's like, Timmy, whatever the fuck his name is. I keep calling him Timmy because of The Shining. Is saying that the the doll is alive and she picks up the box to be like, what is going on with this thing? And the batteries fall out. What did that make you think? See, that was cool. I, I thought that was actually yeah. a nice but moment. What did, what did that make you think of? You know the way in Big, Zoltar's not plugged in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, You're now drawing little, conclusions between Big and this movie. Little, yeah, there you go. Um, but that's another little nod to another small yeah. film movie. Well, you heard it here first from Lucy that Big and Charles play a Essentially the same, the same film. Thing. <laughs> the same film. I hate you guys. Same I'm now, quality. I, you need to put Charles in, Lee Ray you need has to put the in same the clip of Tom Hanks yelling here quality. at you <laughs> Charles Lee Ray, the Chucky doll, and Tom Hanks are essentially the same person. I quit. <laughs> um, do you think that Tom Hanks would have played a good Chucky if he was cast in this role? Well, I mean, he did, just did a great job of being Woody, so probably. Yeah, I could see this having a crossover with the Toy Story universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you seen the trailer for Toy Story 4 that just came out this week? No. no. Yeah, because there's actually... Can we watch it after? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a scene where like Woody's fighting these ventriloquist dummies and it's actually not Ooh. far off of this in yeah, terms right. of like creepiness. Chucky, you seen Chucky anywhere? Where's Chucky? Kid's doll, the same one that was at the station house. Have you seen him anywhere? <laughs> what am I going to know about a doll? Where are you going? Oh, how incompetent are these police? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not equipped for fighting a voodoo doll come to life. I know, but the woman like rushes into a crime scene and they just <laughs> let her through and just let her like waltz yes, around. Completely. Like they and they're just like, huh, who's that lady? <laughs> and they yeah, let her run to the kids' room without actually going, yeah. um, are you the mother? Are you yeah. like yeah. And then all the time that... What was the main police officer's name? Mike. Mike was 
always going, listen, lady, look, I don't believe you. I can't tell you anything. Here's his address. His exact <laughs> address. Not even just like the suburb he lives in. Like, I'm going to give you the cross street of where he lives. The toy store was in this dangerous neighborhood, but don't go there. Yeah. Like, he just kept Ridiculous. on feeding her yeah. the, the, every situation that put her in danger. I also just want to just like, this is me just reading into it too much. It, is he supposed to be strong like an adult? Chucky? Surely. Because, yeah. like, you know, he comes at you with a bat. It's like, how much well, yeah, strength knocks- could be behind him? He's just like a little doll. Yeah, yeah but he- then sometimes they can just pick him up and throw him. That's what I mean. And then, yeah. then you know, when she's, uh, like, trapped him in the fireplace with that thing in front of it, the, mm. the guard, like, she's just pushing back on it and it's fine. But it's like, but he just beat the shit out of you with a bat. Like, is he <laughs> got man strength or child strength? Yeah, a little or doll ball, strength. Like, little kid's whiffle ball bat. He's knocking out adults. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite understand. And yeah, how afraid can you be of something that you can, like, punt <laughs> yeah exactly. I just, you just drop you're running that room away. while he's like doing his humming and over yeah. the top of the kid and you just <laughs> drop kick him like yeah. yeah so i think the best sequence in the film is the cops in the car and then chucky's in the car and, yeah and then attacks him through the back seat and, and, and then you're in the, this really closed environment and yeah. you're trying to like keep a, tr- a car on track yeah. And you're trying to survive being attacked by a tiny doll. It, it, yeah. yeah, that worked. It, yeah, yeah, I wrote and, down that I like that scene. And it, uh, in the end, the car flips and the cop is essentially trapped in the car. And Chucky could kill him so easily. easily. And doesn't. I don't get why yeah. he stopped. Like, yeah. he, like he, he literally stabs 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 next to his Next head. to him and yeah. runs away. Yeah. yeah. And so lets many him get a gun holes. out. Yeah. So many plot holes. And also with that scene, the drive, that scene in the car, yeah. they were doing that weird rear projection thing, weren't they? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think they would have let him like actually drive a car. No, no. Like but I mean, that. like, that's what it was, right? And you could tell, like, that yeah. it was two, two guys' job to, like, move the car while he was in it and whatever like it just looked really shonky it was really funny how good was the the line uh what was the kid's name i want to call him timmy yeah that's what i keep calling him little timmy billy can can you give me a clue i feel like i could get it if you gave me a little clue andy no that's that's toy story no it was andy oh my god it was i got it I wonder if that was intentional. There you go. Inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was stuff with um, stuff on the bottom. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, there's shoes in this movie, so maybe that's a little nod, you know, in Toy Story. They've yeah, got Andy cowboy. written on their foot. <laughs> um, yeah, so his, uh, his diehard action scene line, Chucky's like, about to be burnt alive and he's like i thought we were friends oh, andy no yeah and no. he goes andy we were supposed to be friends to the end and yeah then the kid's like this, this is, is the, the end, end friend, friend. <laughs> it's like how are you so composed that you came up with that not very good like zinger drop and the then, mic <laughs> yeah, yeah. you have to transfer your soul out of the dark into the 
That is the first human being you revealed your true self to. You mean the first person I let in on the fact that I was really alive? <laughs> I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. The first person I let in on my little secret was a six-year-old kid. I'm gonna be six years old again. Well, John, it's been fun, but I gotta go. I have a date with a six-year-old boy. And you have a date with death. So long, John. All right, so now's the time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you got to do it in the voice of Chucky. In the voice of Chucky, like in the voice of Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that you try. <laughs> I, re- I always repeat that I don't want to do the theme ones ever. Just sing it straight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone Everybody is beautiful, beautiful in their, their own way. way. <laughs> All right. So we've got a few options. It's not a huge cast, but there's a few mm. people to um, mm. judge by their appearance in this film. Uh, so let's <laughs> so uh, let's go first off, Miss Seventh Heaven herself, Catherine Hicks. Do you love how I... quickly I picked that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was the 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 lady from uh, Back to the Future who replaced the uh, the original girl. No, the, and she was also <laughs> in Adventures of Babysitting. I'm trying to think of her name. Also, that sounds like a private movie that you watch in your private time. Have you not watched it? No. Adventures of Babysitting. It's a great film. Can't say I have. Um, Also, Brendan, you never know who anyone is, so (laughs) bless you for trying. (laughs) Um, All right. So anyway, (laughs) segue. Um, Yeah. What do we think of the mum, Catherine Hicks? Hot or not? Brendan. I'm going to have to say in this film, I was not into it. The, The hair, the clothes... Um, I'm I'm gonna say not. You see, she was hot, and I thought her hair was really like you see that haircut now. Yeah, people wear that haircut, (laughs) (laughs) and I thought her clothes were cool. Like she wore this cool pink jumper with a pencil skirt and some boots, kind of like a Molly Ringwald and um, uh, I was gonna say Breakfast at Tiffany's (laughs) in the Breakfast Club kind of vibe. Actually, that's kind of exactly the silhouette she had: same length hair. And the pencil skirt and the boots. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I thought she was hot. And she's also the mum from Seventh Heaven. So that just. <laughs> <laughs> so I I realize you're talking about Elizabeth Shue. Yes, Elizabeth Shue. She was in Back to the Future 2 and 3. Yeah. And also in Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought it was her for, for like. She looks Two nothing seconds. like Elizabeth Shue. Once again, we are going to put up a side-by-side <laughs> comparison. And I told you Brendan never knows who anyone is. Not mentioning the time that I got the girl from Blade Runner and the girl from Big Mixed Up thinking that they were the same <laughs> person. But usually I'm pretty good with my celeb trivia. I Did reckon, you think she was hot? I am going to give her a not. Wow. The character annoyed me. I didn't particularly like her style. So I'm just going to give her a not. See, I said the exact same thing. <laughs> I had no backup. I got a stern talking to by Lucy. She's not hideous by any stretch of the imagination. You guys are both giving her a knot. That's so fucked up. She's really thin. She had a beautiful face, very straight teeth. Like, 
<laughs> well, maybe we're not like confined by the standard of you, beauty. The yeah. standards of beauty, like shoved down our throats by you know the beauty company. But maybe you're actually so confined that you only <laughs> think that Cindy Crawford is hot or something like that. I don't know. That's Cindy I don't know why Crawford. I picked her. As what the, is this? Yeah. Like 1991. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the era that the film was made. Um, yeah, it's like that it's Amy. It's like she, the Amy Schumer it's joke because she's the mum from Seventh Heaven. There's nothing sexual about her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once you've seen someone for like 10 years of a TV show be married to a child molester. I was going to say, she played takes... alongside that guy. <laughs> yeah. Shit, man. So pre-swap Chucky, Brad Dorif as Charles Lee. Okay. So who is he the love child of? What? Who do you think he looked like the combination of two people? I don't know. So to me, he's Tommy Wiseau or whatever his name Tommy is. Tommy Wiseau. I picked up yeah. on that vibe. Yeah. And that's one of his Steve parents. Buscemi? Yes! <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. That's amazing. So does that mean he's like the hottest guy ever for you? <laughs> no, I don't think Tommy Wiseau is hot. Um, but that ass. <laughs> oh, God. Why is he fucking your belly button? Um, <laughs> um, that's the sweet spot. Yeah, it was like Buscemi on a bad day. And Tommy, had, I don't know how to say his surname. Um, <laughs> the guy from the room, yeah, that yeah. It, he was a combination of those. And even like his style, a bit was a bit like Tommy, Tommy was, was yeah. Yeah, that jacket yeah. stuff. Totally. I don't think he like. I think he can actually look handsome in that oh, picture. Whoa, yes, but that is not what he looked like in the film. And if you <laughs> yeah. give this guy a fucking hot, and you said the seventh heaven mom in her prime was ugly, I will quit. That is some major fucking bullshit. Do you guys orchestrate this? You were like, before the episode, before I got here, you were like, we're going to fucking fuck Lucy up. This is the, you guys are ridiculous. All right. I will... Uh, just so that Lucy doesn't quit, I will give him a not <laughs> grimacing so hard right now. But I feel like there is some choices coming up that you might be equally as pissed off about. Brendan. Oh. Um, what, the doll? <laughs> <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> yeah, no, he's an Argo, mate. Argo? Yeah, oh, okay. So, not that so That picture rad. is really nice. We should yeah, put, we'll put that on if, our if socials. We, if we were looking at that picture, I would have said the man's, you know, he's got mm. something. Yeah. He also had a bit of a Crispin Glover, Glover vibe. Maybe he's the love child of Crispin Glover. And his name? I don't know why I can't say it probably. Crispin Glover, yeah. Crispin Glover. Yeah. Donald and Glover. Tommy was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh Dina Manoff as the um, Aunt Maggie who fell out the window. You first, Brendan. No, because she reminded me too much of my mother when I was growing up. She had the same hairdo and style. That's a cool hairstyle, man. And my mum's a lovely person, but I wouldn't call her hot. (laughs) See, this is exactly why I'm going to give her hot, because I want to fuck Brendan's (laughs) mum. In love with Brendan's (laughs) mum. Um, she doesn't listen, does she? <laughs> um, we'll find out in my next dinner. <laughs> oh, Jesus. When she, when she slips me her number with Paul's name on it. <laughs> this is very disturbing. What's the um, time? <laughs> I'm going to give her... It's, not, it's earlier than I thought. We're not doing too badly. Okay. I'm going to give her a heart. And I reckon she was kind of reminding me of like Cindy Lauper. 
Yeah, and she was totally in her 80s prime, the same as the mum. Like, I, I don't know why you can give... I was, I liked everything she wore. She was wearing a pencil skirt and boots, the same as the other <laughs> fucking lady. Yeah, <laughs> 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 she, she, she wore it well, you know. <laughs> there was uh, no collusion here. There wasn't, mm-hmm. Lucy. So, uh, they see you getting real hot or not. Hot. <laughs> great perm. Loved it. I got a couple of controversial. Well, I got. I don't think she was great with children, though. That woman, the best friend. Oh uh, no, no, she was a terrible baby. She, she, she put to die. Timmy. We <laughs> refused to call <laughs> the him bitch anything had it else. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> she put him in his bedroom and she shut the door, just like leaving him in the complete dark. Like she didn't even ask him, like, "Are you afraid?" Or yeah. like, do, "Do you want me to leave the door open and read your story?" She's just like, "Lights off. Good night." I, know, I didn't appreciate that. And she also led him to his bed she like grabbed his wrist <laughs> yeah. like didn't hold his hand she was just like fucking babysitting for you again you fucking drop kick mum has to do a double shift go to bed bye the, the kid was a shit anyway i would have probably treated him like that but... <laughs> 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 all right so mm. uh chucky had a partner in crime before he swapped into the into the doll, yeah. Um, named Eddie Caputo, and there's a scene where he goes back to his apartment and blows blows him up. Mm. Hot or not? Why are you looking at me? He kind of <laughs> looks like a faceless orb. I can't really remember yeah, what he looks like. I, I was trying. That's why I was like, oh. Also, wait. what is the name Caputo from? It's like from um, Orange, Orange is the New Black. Black. Thank you. Yeah. That was really bothering me. <laughs> um, so just rate him instead. He's gross, Caputo, isn't he? <laughs> It, I'm going to give him a no. See, I'm going to give him a straight up hot. <laughs> uh, I was looking at him like he needed a bit of a... He like a cracked slight, out he so was, bad. Yeah. So He's he was in out. a bit of a like, he was in a bit of a, you know, crack den situation. He was like dirty and messy and whatever. Is there such but, thing as meth chic? <laughs> <laughs> There's heroin chic, so yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> I feel like give me... An hour makeover with him, and I could turn him into a 10. Yeah, all his teeth would have fallen out from all the back damage, so no. But yeah, hot from me all the way. Brendan. Come on, Brendan, you're the swing vote here. Yeah, I'll give him a pass. Patented boo. So you're saying he's not hot? He's not Thank hot. Thank you. I don't know. I think, I feel like he might be the new keyboard guy. That is a toll call, and Paul, you have made Paul a great mistake. trying to stir Lucy now, I feel. <laughs> this is a game of honour. Don't ruin it. <laughs> Chris Sarandon as Mike, the cop. So hot. Mm-hmm. And who did he give the vibe off? I love playing this game. The guy who plays the Hulk. Mark Ruffalo! Yeah. <laughs> two for two, three for three. I'm yeah. getting all my references. Yeah, he did have Hulk vibe. Oh, yeah, vibes. Ruffalo. Ruffalo vibes. I like it, Ruffalo. That, <laughs> I thought it was hot. Yeah. I uh, found him more attractive than Ruffalo. Oh, really? Controversial. That's you should, <laughs> You've made a grave mistake. I'm telling Ruffalo he said that. Yeah, I'm giving him a hot. And I'm just reading his like write up on IMDb right now. Mm-hmm. And I think his name is that because he married Susan Sarandon and took her surname. Like a hundred years ago. Hmm. Whoa. He, just he received his master's degree in theatre and so. met first wife Susan Sarandon. Unless he just happened to marry someone with the same surname as him. That happens. So now I have to come to the person that I found the hottest in the entire film. Mm-hmm. And that was Tommy Swerdlow, 
He played cop number two. Cop number two with and, a handlebar mustache. And who was he? What's the like his celebrity lookalike? Uh, I know who you're yes, thinking of. Yes, tell me. I can't give you a name. I and I'm trying to think. Dustin of... Hoffman? No, no, that's not mine. It's it's that guy who's balding and doesn't have a mustache. Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought he looks like he looks like a young Nick Cage. He looked like uh, racing no. Arizona I, Nick I have Cage. A better one. I I wish nah. I, I knew people. If you names, don't know the name, which I wish of course I didn't you have don't. This disease. <laughs> which... He looks like young. He looked like racing Arizona Nick Wrong. Cage. I yeah. am for sure. Yeah, I can I can kind of see it. I'm doing the side by side for this for the socials. <laughs> Everyone's got to see this. I'm getting the word out there um but yeah he's he's getting it i i really liked him are we both are we giving him more hot i really liked his jacket <laughs> hot jacket all around yeah and we're not doing the doll okay <laughs> thank god look george some child left their doll in the elevator I'll leave it alone whoever left it there will come back looking for it Fuck you. All right, now it's time for Opinion Swap, the segment where we scour through the internet to see what other people thought of today's movie. Oh, there's going to be some gold on this, I feel. All right, so this one's from Nathan Smith. He have it three and a half stars. This movie has a message that is relevant now more than ever. <laughs> what capitalism tells us we want is what will ultimately kill us. Interesting. Did you take that message away from the film? No, that is just <laughs> stupid, honestly. That's really annoying that someone, they must be playing a joke because you, you can't pull anything like that out of this. But I mean, like when you hear it, you're like, oh yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> you say bad person. Don't. What was his name? Nathan. Nathan Smith. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Nathan. Don't attack capitalism around Brendan. I guess. <laughs> capitalism is the back now. <laughs> All right, this one says Isaac, who gave it three and a half stars. No joke, this movie traumatized me as a kid. <laughs> like I had nightmares of Chucky growing up. I would always pretend that I found the whole thing funny, but in reality, I was terrified. Seeing it now as an adult, though, it is kind of funny. No, it's not. It still creeps me out and I'm ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. If, yeah, I feel like this film has traumatized a lot of children. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a kid, it's it's a lot more frightening. But Well, this film actually was quite controversial when it came out and there were, people protested it, said Whoa. that it was harm, harmful for children. They tried to get it stopped from release. What, is it rated? It's got a... It was rated R in America, yeah. yeah. It's only rated M here. Yeah. There were a couple of murders that happened or violence or murders that happened by teens and kids that they linked back to this film. Oh, my saying God. The film made them do it. And the director has come out saying, like, someone's got to be, like, fucked up to do this kind of shit. A movie's not going to make somebody yeah. stab yeah. someone. Yeah. So, but apparently, like, there was one incident where, like, this girl, like, stabbed someone, was, like, saying, my, I'm Chucky, want to play? Like, oh. While she was doing it. Hooray. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this one's from... Is that what the sequel's about? <laughs> shit. Uh, so this one's by Josh Lewis. You gave it four stars. As an only child that made my single mum buy me all kinds of dumb shit she couldn't afford, this is much scarier to me beyond text. How is children advertising legal? Anyway, the POV imagery and physical movements of the doll that yells slut and brutally murders people are pretty stellar. What else are you looking for? Interesting. Marie J, who gave it four stars. Not a day in my childhood life 
was I not terrified Hmm. of this orange-haired little bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Jose, three stars. Chucky inspired millennials to dress like him. Interesting. What? (laughs) Because people wear overalls now? I guess so. Yeah. Like, if you put his outfit on a millennial, like, you would think. Yeah. yeah, They're just dressing like that. Yeah. Well, that's all I've got. Now we come to Tenuous Recommendations, the segment where we recommend a movie, television show, or other piece of media that is connected to today's film in some way, whether that be a shared actor, director, or theme. Or in Brendan's case, blah, 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 Brendan sucks. (laughs) Brendan, what's your recommendation today? (sighs) Well, I would like to apologize to all my listeners for last week because (laughs) I set the bar so high that... High! (laughs) Hi, is how is you describe it. Is this when you did that, like, backwards, the, forwards, that amazing plus one? six? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Fuck, that and sucked. I've been, a, I've been away for a few days. And so I you just had to do a, a straightforward one? Oh, what a shame. Yeah, so um, my tenuous link is the woman who was in this film. <laughs> Seventh Heaven? <laughs> Seventh Heaven. <laughs> This is Are you recommending Seventh Heaven? I really want to sing the theme song now, but I can't it remember like, it. Seventh Heaven. Something, 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 something. I'm not recommending Seventh Heaven. Yeah. I am recommending. What was the Seventh Heaven lady's name? What's her name? Just Gaville? <laughs> no. The, the, the lady was in this Catherine Mrs. Hicks. This is Seventh Heaven, Catherine Hicks. Yeah. Um, and what was the other lady I couldn't remember her name? <laughs> Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth Shue was also in this film for half a second for me. And so, therefore... What the my, fuck? <laughs> my Are you having a stroke? <laughs> my tenuous link is Elizabeth Shue and I'm choosing... <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> That's my recommendation. Because you Lucy, missed have up. you watched this? No, I haven't. Paul? I haven't seen it. You guys are missing out because this is a wonderful film. It's another 80s romp. And it's it's set in, uh, you know, the watching 80s. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set in New York. I, I Watching this, I like. Got a lot of vibes of that that movie because obviously uh, Elizabeth Shue was you know in it sort of, <laughs> 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 but no, it's this wonderful tale of a babysitter who wants to you know be with her boyfriend but has to babysit and it goes on this wild adventure. It's a lot of fun and I think everyone will enjoy it. Watch it. Cool. Okay, like shit connection, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my connection is 80s horror. Uh-huh. I'm going to recommend one of my favorite schlock 80s horror films, The Slumber Party Massacre 2. <laughs> I know. You're I'm... giving me shit and you're bringing Slumber Party Massacre to the table. Well, I gave a genuine connection you know <laughs> not you're know, like there's a girl that's not in this film and that's my connection 
<laughs> um, wow. We're going to listen to this and we'll be like, why did we hate each other so much? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So have either of you seen Swim no, Party Oscar 2? Yeah. Yes. I forced Brendan to watch it. Okay. That yes, was we should do a marathon. Of, I don't have a great memory. Maybe we should do a marathon of Adventures in Babysitting and Slumber um, Party Massacre. See which one yeah. wins? I'm on for that. <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone will enjoy Slumber Party Massacre 2 the most. Is there a one? There is a one. So, Slumber Party Massacre franchise, there's three of them. Mm-hmm. Lucy, um, you'll hate it. Lucy might actually really enjoy it because. Why would I hate it? This is a feminist franchise. <laughs> I'm being serious because uh, all three um, all three films were directed by women, mm-hmm. which was very rare for, for mm-hmm. in the eighties and for horror films in general. Mm-hmm. It does have boobs in it still because Roger Corman was the producer and his mandate that was that every film had to have at least one set of boobs in it. Jesus, and that guy had a job in Hollywood. Yeah, he was he, he was the person that got <sighs> so most. Most big directors, their start. There would be no James Cameron if there was no George, uh, Roger Corman. Mm. So, anyway, and we have uh, Avatar, <laughs> 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 the most expensive piece of shit ever made. Ah, okay. anyway, that's a that's a conversation. For I don't think time. it's a piece of shit, but <laughs> it was the most expensive film ever made, and it wasn't that good. Oh, yeah. Um. So anyway, it stars Crystal Bernard, who uh, was like the main character in that TV show Wings. I don't know if you remember that. No. Wait a minute, Avatar is that a body swap film? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That just clicked <laughs> for me. <laughs> Derailed. Uh, anyway. The first Slumber Party Massacre was quite standard. It was about a bunch of girls having a slumber party and then this Mm. serial killer is on the loose and he kills them all. Number two just goes crazy bonkers. So it still is about a bunch of girls going on a slumber party, but one of them is a survivor of the first movie and she keeps getting all these dreams about this killer that's not Mm. the same killer from the first one and he's like a rock star with a guitar with a drill at the end of it and that's his weapon Whoa. and the movie's a musical as well as being a horror movie and the killer has like musical numbers where he's wow, this plowing, really is pe- poles. He's plowing <laughs> yeah. people down while singing songs there's scenes oh where God. like girls are getting attacked by like sentient roast chickens there's like a scene where a girl's like head turns into a giant pimple that, that then explodes like this film is bonkers. Super feminist. It's super feminist. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, it's hilarious. It's weird. It's bonkers. Everybody needs to watch it. Bonkers. Yeah. Cool. Some Party Massacre too. Cool. Lucy, what's yours? Um, so I'm doing I Smile Back, mm-hmm. which the Chris Sarandon guy is in. I think yeah. he's got a small role in it, but did you see it? I haven't seen it. It's from 2015. It's got Sarah Silverman in it. Okay. And it's really dark and she's just like knocks it out of the park. It's not a perfect film. Have you seen it? No. It's not a slam dunk, but she's so good. She plays like a soccer mum. Who like drives an SUV and has two beautiful kids and a hot husband who's also someone I wrote his name down, um, Josh Charles. Who? Hi, yeah, mm, that guy. Yeah, but she's like struggling with her mental health and she's she kind of lives this double life. So she drops her kids off and then she goes off and drinks in a bar and does cocaine and fucks all these other dudes and 
Like, it's really heavy, mm-hmm. um, but she's so good. I really like Sarah Silverman, yeah. and it was really cool to see her, um, yeah, do. Yeah, I really like her too. I, yeah. nev- I never thought of her doing drama. You yeah. Know I mean? yeah, and then, like. And she's good. Yeah, then you see her do it, and she's amazing. So it is really heavy, and it's got, like, a lot of full-on stuff in it. So yeah. you'd need a spotter. Like, don't watch it by yourself. Yeah. Like, you need someone to, like, after it, you need to watch Suddenly 30. Okay. <laughs> you need to, like, yeah, kind <laughs> of balance it out. Well, yeah, I love Sarah Silverman. So yeah, uh, she's so good. Might have to give it a go. Andy, no, please. We're friends to the end, remember? This is the end, friend. So final thoughts on Child's Play. Did we like this film? Would we recommend it? I'm going to have to say I wouldn't. I feel like it's such a famous franchise. If you were going to watch something like this, it wouldn't be this one. Yeah, you might as well just start with the fun ones. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It Mm. it was kind of like it meandered and it was a bit boring in some parts and... Yeah, like so what, like honestly, at the start, I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm about to watch something good," for some reason. Like yeah. I I fought that, and then I was bitterly disappointed. <laughs> 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 I know you're like, "Yay, the '80s, everything's great," and you're like, "What the fuck? This is boring." <laughs> well, you know how you said like the uh, the pacing and stuff was like, and the way it was giving you vibes of The Shining, you know? Yeah. And I, I was feeling that too. And I feel like that made me think of, I'm going to get a Kubrick film or something out of this. <laughs> yeah. And I did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have to say, like, I do, I don't dislike this film, mm. but knowing where the franchise ends up, yep. I would much rather rewatch Bride of Chucky and, mm. and Seed of Chucky. Yeah. Start with this. the reboot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, I, I will definitely go watch the remake when it comes out this year. Aubrey Plaza plays yeah, the mum, which is a big yeah. step up from Seventh Heaven, I think. <laughs> um, Burn. She's a mum in it. Yeah, yeah. She, she's wow. gotten to that point in her career now. That she she's like ten years younger than me. She's That's a hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Be a young mum. Yeah. 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 Also, I just need to say I um, was going to do it in my recommendation. It's also a song called "Charles Play" by Drake. That's very good and has a very funny video in it. So. Okay. <laughs> Bounce that shit like whoa. Why you gotta fight with me at Cheesecake? You know I love to go there. Say I'm acting light-skinned. I can't take you no. Yeah, okay. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next episode, we are finally going to have our very first Swapcast excursion. Where we go to an actual movie theater and see the new DC superhero film slash Swap film starring Zachary Levi called Shazam. 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 We cool. excited for a road trip. Yeah, this is going to be movie. interesting. Yeah. You have to use that pen I got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll record straight afterwards. Yeah. In the theater <laughs> while the next movie's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anyone's going like, to look at us weird that we're like walking with pads and They'll think we're Shazam. reviewing it for the TV, like for yeah. the, for, for the, the TV. news, for the newspaper. <laughs> They're in the television. <laughs> Um, so for those people that don't know this is the write-up on imdb we all have a superhero inside us it just takes a bit of magic to bring it out in billy batston's case by shouting out one word shazam the streetwise 14 year old foster kid can turn into an adult superhero shazam cool 
I just posted on our socials yesterday. There was like a mashup video of Big and Shazam. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully the film lives up to that big comparison. So, mm. uh, it might actually be the first swap film to outgross Big since it's like a big superhero movie. So, wow. um, continuing our streak of watching films that people actually watch this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like. You know, we've got this run happening that we have to go back to trash that nobody's watched soon. Yeah, no, we don't want to ruin the show by doing good films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, remember when we had to watch the Christmas one? Fuck, oh, you know. That was <laughs> yeah. rough. Yeah. That's when I was like, pick, like, pick me up, give me, give me something. Yeah. <laughs> give me a lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a, a good season finale, that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that's it for another episode of the Swapcast. Until next time, I was Paul Mitzi. I was Lucy Thomas. And I was Brendan Lee. Good night. <laughs> and good luck. <laughs> Swapcast nights. <laughs> All right. Until next time. <laughs> Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Brown Town Studios. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.